Welcome to Take It With You Live Radio Theater from Duluth, Minnesota. I'm Blake Thomas, your host, bartender, chief troubadour, and general roustabout. Enjoy the show. Announcer says... Previously on Take It With You... Detective Morris, something come through the wire about some unusualness over in Chinatown. I want you to check it out. You got it, Sarge. Hmm, something seems fishy about this place, cop partner. Yeah, why would a noodle factory have so many guns in it? It is time, my son. I will not fail you, Dragon Father. (laughs) Who is the one person evil enough to be behind a plot like this? Santos. Good thing I had this Bible in my breast pocket to stop the bullet, huh, <laughs> partner? Sure is. Santos is dead, by the way. Are you sure? Do we even have Santos's body? No, but there's no way he could have escaped the explosion in that fireworks factory. There's just no way! Ratro. <laughs> Announcer says... And now, episode four of Take It With You. Hey, Rick, how you doing? Hey, kid, complaint. You got a beautiful day out there. Sure is. Not so beautiful if you're in prison, though. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. Well, I got this cousin, see? Okay, let me sit down. Yeah, it'll only take a minute. See, I got this cousin. Second cousin, actually. Uh, Percy. Uh, he was his struggling painter, see? Now, what kind of paintings? Oh, landscapes and sheep and whatnot. Ducks? Didn't have much success with them. Then he went to jail. You know the drill. <laughs> went to jail? Right. I mean, we've all been to jail at least one point in our lives, right? No, no. <laughs> I've, I've not been to jail, Rick. Really? Wow. Most redheads I met... <laughs> total jailbirds. <laughs> so, anyway, jail or no jail, Percy's an artist, you know what I'm saying? He's got this kind of sensitive temperament. And while I was in the clink, he's, while he was in the clink, you know, he starts making these new paintings. Real grim-looking things, you know? Yeah, where'd he get the paint? Well, it's a gross part. Started mixing his own paint from the rest scrapings and coffee grounds and, and, and poop. Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, but then some fancy New York gallery owner gets a hold of him. Word gets out and he starts selling these new paintings for 20 grand a pop. Not bad for a shitty piece of art, am I right? Not bad at all. Hey, Bill, what's the news? Well, that looks like the curling team's gonna have to cash it in for the season. Oh, why is that? Because it's too damn hot. Got dead, right? Doesn't the curling team play indoors? Yeah. You know what else plays indoors? Enlighten me. You, kid. <laughs> play me a drink and pour me a song, huh? <laughs> Well, a day is like crystal and it beats off the road And she staggers up stairwells in sun-soaked clothes She'll die in her footsteps and no one will know She'll kiss you with all of her hatred 
And as time passes by, the blue day will die and cry out again for Caitlin. Well, the radio screams out unfortunate news As players on corners all whisper the blues And as no one can hear them, they've nothing to lose And they'll sing their songs just to sing them And she knows all the words that have never been heard But she doesn't sing, not Caitlin Now the yellow road stretches, it twists and it turns Taking for granted the sun as it burns And she'll take the darkness and never return And you'll see her out perched like a raven In the glow of the sun and past everyone But she doesn't fly, not Caitlin Now down in the hollow all the schoolboys laugh Drinking the liquor they stole from their dads And on clear summer days she'll go out with the lads And all the time secretly hate them Oh, but she's too bored to stay out and away And the schoolboys all call out Caitlin Wash the dish. But Mary, I like to conserve water by just using the dirty dish. Also, it builds my immune system. Oh, my God. Fine. Okay, just stop leaving your dirty dishes in my bed. Okay, okay. Okay, so um, what movie should we watch tonight? Should we do a scary one? Oh, I don't care. Hey, it's your turn to buy toilet paper. Oh, okay. Uh, so what brand do you like? I should just wipe my ass with your face. Hey, new roomies. Hey, boss. Hi, hey, uh, are we closed? Where are the customers? Folks are out enjoying the sun, I think. Oh, well, so do you need both Andy and me working today? Because no one will be coming in. It is too nice It outside. might pick up. Yeah, that's what I keep saying about my ex-wife. She might pick up. Yeah. <laughs> Answering machine, man. Painful robot voices reminding you of your failings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is a beautiful day out there, and this is the saddest place on earth. Hey! See, look, Mayor, Zach is here. Things are picking up already. This is it, everyone. I'm swimming across Lake Superior today. Oh, um, I'm yeah. sorry. What? That, no, you're not. Don't be a seem fool. Like a good idea. No, you can't do yeah. that. So I might not ever see any of you again. I just wanted to swing by and say that, uh, well, I love you. All right? 
Okay, goodbye. Wait, what? Wait, um, wait I'm, did that just happen? It doesn't sound stable. Ah, it's fine. <laughs> Typical Zach. I don't, huh? know, I don't know. This time seems different. Yeah. Well, that's the most action I'm going to see all day. I think I'm going to go watch. Wait, wait. You're going to go? Out there? Two words. Northern Waters Smokehouse Sandwiches on the Lake. <laughs> well, I'm right behind you. You know, I could use a tan. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Can we go, too? It's going to be dead all day in here. You know it. Just close up, Blake. Come on. We can, we can Not, all no, go. No, I can't just close up. Oh, man, I'd love a day at the beach. Yeah, Blake, come on. Live a little. But you know what? You guys go. All right, get out in the sun. Save Zach. I'll call if things get crazy. <laughs> yes. Yeah, come on, Andy. Right. Announce yourselves. Everyone except Blake is at the beach. Look at it out here. Oh, it's wow. as good as it gets. The sun, the people. Zach. Hey, Zach, wait up, wait up, wait up. Hey, you don't have to do this, okay? Let's, let's, let's go rent boogie boards or something. I need to focus, Mary. Do you want to borrow my snorkel? No. Would you just hurry up and get in? Yeah, when you swim across the lake. When the water says go, guys. When the water says go. <laughs> Hello, fellow humans. Can I, I offer you a flyer? Oh, okay, sure. Uh, what's it for? Are you playing a show or something? It's what you might call... A show for the soul. <laughs> yeah. My name is... My name is Carl, and this is my partner, Viola. Namaste. My light sees your light, and vice versa. We lead beach yoga classes. Mm-hmm. The next one starts in five minutes. Okay. Well, thank you, aliens. <laughs> we'll keep that in mind, but right now, I gotta go. Wait. Zach? <laughs> Is that you? Yeah? Who wants to know? Is it... Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Viola? Yeah. Is that you? <laughs> uh, the last time I saw you was that night in Grand Marais. Oh, 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 oh. Um, I will never forget it. Yeah. Best night of my life. You are so bendy. I bet Announcer you Announcer says... <laughs> Back at the bar, Blake is alone, singing to himself. Alone. Announcer says... Back to the beach. Do not throw sand! Hey! Hey, kid! No throwing sand! I didn't know Damien was a lifeguard. Cool. So you guys want to try yoga? Sure. What is yoga? Yeah, it's a bunch of people sticking their asses in the air and breathing heavy. <laughs> hey, uh, Bill, can you lather up my back? I think I'm getting a little pink. I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> Here we go. It's going to feel good. Oh, hey, oh, yeah. hey, yeah. stop that. I know what you're doing. I don't swim in your toilet. Don't pee in my lake. Well, well, well. If it isn't my friendly nemesis, Damien Lordhouse. Uh, look what the catfish dragged in. Nice speedo, Chaz. Yeah, it is nice, isn't it? Thank oh, you. Oh, God, are, are you stretching? Well, I don't want to get a cramp out there. Oh, you're going to go splash around in the shallow end with your water wings and your namaste, little Namaste, everyone, namaste. Yoga on the lake will begin. Let's start with some breathing. All right, let's yoga it up. What are you going to do, Zach? And deep breath in and out. 
listen to your heart song. Oh, I'm going to break some records today, baby. How about that? I want you to engage your Iwi Jai Pranayama. <laughs> Look, man, I'm the lifeguard here, Chaz. You're going to stay right Gentlemen, on this please, beach. you should both just join in the class, huh? Mm-hmm. Now let's extend the right leg high Ooh. and bring it through for low lungs. <laughs> Excuse me. Better out than in, Carl. Namaste. Uh, yes. Uh, namaste. Let, now let's, let's breathe back into Warrior 2. Rick, you're going to want to bend your knees. Uh, warrior what? Warrior 2. Uh. One breath, one movement. Oh, God, I can't believe I'm doing this. I don't, my leg doesn't bend that way. And flow into Chaturanga. Danadasana, anabanadalana. Oh, oh, oh. Sorry, that was me. In yoga, we are accepting of all earthly behaviors. Namaste. Yeah, I'm out of here. I can't feel my toes. I can't feel anything. Oh, excuse me, that was mine. Chaz, come on, man. If you die on my watch today, my boss is going to be really pissed. Oh, my God. Damien. Damien Lordhouse. Yeah, what's it to you? Oh, my God. Viola? <laughs> it's really you. Wow. The last time I saw you was back at that night in Cloquet. <laughs> oh, 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 him too, huh? <laughs> Quiet, Carl. Oh, I'll never forget it. Mm. You put my legs behind my Announcer ears. says... <laughs> Zach is running out to the blue abyss. Yeah, he's gone, dude. Oh, look at those legs go. Announcer says... Let's head back to the lonely Blake in his lonely bar. Still good. I should have learned to swing a hammer, cause now I'm just knocking on wood. My father used to tell me he'd rather be lucky than good. And if you see my mother, tell her I did the best that I could. And everywhere that I go is just to leave it. I've never known what need is But you learn quick when you're alone That the best you can do now Is breaking even And honey, I I need it Well, I think about John Henry on days like these At least he had the benefit of seeing his enemies 
I push it till I'm weak, but I can't spot the machine. Tell Jerry you can take the Mossman if exhaustion takes me. Well, everywhere that I go is just to leave it. Lord, I've never known what need is. But you learn quick when you're alone that the best you can do now is breaking even. And honey, I, I, I need it My past and future in the same rearview mirror. But at least the sun is soft and the road is clear. When there's coffee in a handshake, and I'll see you when I see it. And everywhere that I go is just to leave it. No, I've never known. Need is, but you learn quick when you're alone that the best you can do now is breaking even. And honey, I, I, I need it. my lonely hell. Hey, what? Blake? Hello? Is that you? Hi, it's Mary. Hey, I'm just calling to say hey and to tell you you're missing things and you're missing the sun and please come out here and spend the day with me. There's room on my towel. Hello? Blake? Hey, you guys, you hung up on me. What the hell? Hey, Mary. What? Ah! Pretty fast, eh? What? Announcer says... Blake hung up on Mary and teleported himself right to her side. <laughs> Meanwhile, Damien is still screaming for Zack to come back. 
I need to go after Zach, but I can't leave my post, you guys. Can anyone watch the waters while I'm gone? Does anybody know these currents? Do you know the beach? Do you know rocks? Can anyone help me? Don't worry. I can help you. Scott Letterman! Oh, thank God. Take my whistle. Chaz, I'm a-coming. Here, take my surfboard. Really? Sure thing. May the wind be at your back. Ah, thanks, Scotty. You're the best, man. I know. (laughs) Well, hello, Scott Latterman. It's good to see you out here today. Hey, Blake. So, Scott, you actually surf on Lake Superior? I do. That's absolutely crazy. How does that work? Uh, It takes a a lot of courage, a lot of stupidity, and a lot of (laughs) neoprene. All right, so uh, you're surfing in Lake Superior. When do you get to do this? Well, our season tends to run when the weather is the worst. So we begin usually in September and end in May. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the good months here, here in Duluth. Yeah. Um, so yeah, how, often are, are the, uh, how often is the water surfable? Well, in a good year, we might get out there four or five dozen times. Okay. You're getting ready to go to surf in Lake Superior, and I assume that you have to kind of treat your body a little bit differently than you would if you're surfing in, say, you know, California. It's a little bit different, yes. (laughs) Uh, We do have to break off the occasional icicle from our wetsuits, which is something I wasn't accustomed to growing up in California. Uh, And we have to make sure we keep moving, because if you don't, after about 20, 30 minutes, you stop feeling all four of your limbs. <laughs> so you yeah. keep moving, basically. Is a what lot of moving. All yes. right. So, but you're you're originally from California. I am, and I would assume that the the surfing there is quite a bit different than it is here in Duluth. There's a reason people associate California with surf culture <laughs> rather than Minnesota. <laughs> Um, so, uh, in addition to being a surfer, uh, you're also a professor at UMD, correct? Um, and you've got a pretty unique class coming up that you're teaching this fall. I am. I'm teaching a class called The World of Surfing that I suspect will be the first of its kind anywhere in the world. It's going to combine the academic study of the history of surfing with instruction on how to surf. Uh, that's fantastic. How many people do you expect to like have good numbers of people that want to uh, to go out into the waters and surf? And well, Superior? fifteen signed up. It was capped at fifteen, and I think it filled in about two or three minutes. <laughs> all right. So who do I got to take out to get in that class then? Huh? <laughs> um, all right. So in addition to being a surfer and a professor at UMD, you are also an author, and your latest book is entitled Empire and Waves, A Political History of Surfing. And I tell you, I read this book, and it's absolutely fascinating. I recommend it to everyone. Can you give us a little background on how this project came about? Sure. Uh, God, about 20 years ago, when I was a college student, I spent a summer as an intern at Surfer Magazine. And at the time, I was becoming increasingly involved in human rights issues. And one of the issues I was involved in was the struggle over a place called East Timor, which is part of an island in the Indonesian archipelago. And Indonesia is a big deal for surfers. Probably no place elsewhere on the planet holds the same appeal as an international destination. And as a surfer, I knew a lot about Indonesia. But as a surfer, I also knew nothing about East Timor. Now, as a human rights activist, I knew a lot about East Timor and a lot about Indonesia. 
Uh, and so while I was interning at the magazine, I tried to push the magazine to perhaps treat Indonesia a little more critically than it had. Indonesia usually showed up in surfing publications as this warm water paradise, this land that was uncomplicated by imperial concerns, and it didn't really work so well uh, as an intern. A couple of years later, after I interned, two Timorese won the Nobel Peace Prize, and so I went back to the magazine and offered to write something up as a freelancer. They said, sure, go ahead and do it, but then they never ran it. And it's possible I just wrote a really bad article. I don't think that was it, though. Um, and so it raised for me these interesting questions about how it is that surfers see the rest of the world. Surfers are among the leading tourists in scouting out third world destinations. They've opened up a number of countries around the world to international tourism, Indonesia probably being one of the best examples. Bali was discovered by surfers in the 1970s. Of course, we all know Bali today as this you know, sun-splashed, uh, international destination for the rich and famous. Uh, surfers were on the front lines of that movement. And so it raised questions for me about, again, how surfers saw the rest of the world. Uh, and as a surfer, I thought, maybe there's something to this. And so I explored about a 200 years of surfing history, beginning with 19th century Hawaii, bringing it up to the present, uh, the ways that surfers have been involved in global developments, even when they haven't acknowledged that they're part of those developments, that surfing does not, in fact, exist as a world apart, but is, in fact, deeply implicated in some of the major trends of the last 200 years. And one of the, I mean, the fascinating things to me that, that kept coming up was, um, you know, for a lot of people, surfing has this spiritual, transcendent, almost religious quality to it. And, and one of these themes that keeps coming up throughout the book is the struggle that surfing has had in trying to figure out what its role in politics should be um, if any. That's right. Surfers do often see what they do in spiritual terms. Um, Kelly Slater, who's a, probably the most famous surfer in the world, 11-time world champion, said, surfing is my religion. Uh, and when you're talking about religion, now, there are many in the United States who see religion very closely tied to politics, but many in the surf community say what we do in the water is separate from politics, from the world of politics that exists around us. Uh, and so they try not to bring politics into this. My argument is that it's inevitable that politics is very closely tied into everything that we do. Um, it's embedded in all of this, uh, and that to try to divorce oneself from those political realities just doesn't make sense. So what I've done in the book is I've tried to show how surfers, while themselves seeing what they do as transcending politics, have in fact been very much implicated in the, the political world in which they travel. I have a question. Okay, Scott. It's the apocalypse, and there's zombies, and we're all surviving. We've all created a group. We're, we're in. We're the team. You come across our group, and you're like, hey, can I be in your group? And you have to, you know, what do you got? What do you got <laughs> that our group can, you know, keep you alive and not just, you know, either feed you to the zombies or, you know, kill you? <laughs> Well, well, I think I can offer some history instruction on how we screwed ourselves into this position in the first place. <laughs> After all, Mary, if we want to get out of it, we, know how, we have to know how we got into it. You're totally in. <laughs> I have a question for you, Blake. Mm, sure, what's it about? It's kind of a science question. Science question. Well, you know, Scott, um, 
My brother is actually a theoretical physicist, and we might have better luck giving him a call. Ask Brooks. Ask him anything you want about stuff. But keep in mind he has a doctorate in theoretical physics. If that helps refine your topic, ask Brooks. Ask Brooks! Hello? Hey, uh, it's Blake. So our friend Scott Latterman has a question for you. Go for it. Well, I have been told uh, that we don't get waves in the summer here in Duluth. We get them in the winter, even though the winds often blow from the same direction and occasionally with the same velocity, that that's because when warm winds blow over warm water, they don't create as big of a wave as a cold wind blowing over cold water would produce. Is that true? Yeah, there is some truth to that. But what's really important is whether the air that's passing over the surface of the lake is warmer than the water or whether the water is warmer than the air. Water is a very good insulator, so Lake Superior actually remains pretty cool in the summer and, if you can believe it, pretty warm in the winter, at least relative to the land. So in the winter, when a cold Canadian air mass comes down and passes over the surface of the lake, the air is actually colder than the water, and the water heats the air, causing it to rise and introducing a lot of motion and turbulence. And when the colder air that's above that layer of warm air swoops in to fill its place, it can more easily impart energy and momentum to the waves that are forming. This can actually give you a 10% larger wave in the winter than in the summer for the same wind speed. Now, winds can be stronger in the winter than in the summer over Lake Superior, but that's another question for another day. Oh, great, thanks. Ask Brooks. (laughs) Does that clear everything up for you? Oh, it's perfectly clear. Well, anyway, it's been fun chatting, but I probably should concentrate on watching the waters for Damien. Dirty red hair, will you let me play with you? 
So what are you guys up to? We're busking. Oh, what's busking? Oh my god, Andy. Seriously? You don't know what busking is? Hmm, seriously no. It's playing on the street for money, dickstrap. Yeah. It's like what all the hardcore musicians do. Talking to you is like costing us money. Uh, Hit it, Jamie. Yeah. With their big boy toys. Don't let them stop the noise. Don't let them stop the noise with their big boy toys. Don't let them stop the noise. Sorghum field in the mercy of the sunlight. You must make your choice. Bitcoin devil in the cloud behind the sick tent. You must use your voice to set the record straight. Don't let them stop the noise with their big boy toys. Don't let them stop the noise. Don't let them stop the noise. Don't let them stop the noise Every time that a flower blooms A helium balloon explodes Yeah Every time a little baby is born We cover it up with clothes Cause we're ashamed of it Don't let them stop the noise with their big boy toys Don't let them stop the noise Don't let them stop the noise with their big boy toys Don't let them stop the noise Kill the ghost, put the lemur on the lamppost Don't let them stop the noise Kill the ghost, put the lemur on the lamppost Don't let them stop the noise Kill the ghost, put the lemur on the lamppost Don't let them stop the noise Yeah, yeah, yeah Kill the ghost, put the lemur on the lamppost Don't let them stop the noise Kill the ghost, put the lemur on the lamppost don't let them stop the noise. Hey. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Thanks for clapping. That's great. But yeah. maybe you guys don't understand how this works. Now's when you guys give us your money. Yeah. I'll give you $10 if you shut up. And if you'll take a check. Yeah, I'll take a check. I thought you said busking was cool. I thought it was. Hot. Let's get out of here. Yeah, let's totally get out you of here. You better check with Steve and Jamie. Announcer says... And now let's check on Zach and Damien out at sea. Chaz! Just go back, Damien. I'm not leaving you. Damn it. Damien! Go on. Get! You'll drown. 
You selfish prick! I'm pruning! Damien, listen to me. Save yourself! Turn around! Just float on your back, all the way to shore. Announcer says... Let's see how the yoga is panning out. (sighs) Point your hips up to the sky. This is our last downward dog of class. And breathe into upward-facing scorpion Wait, 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 wait. Wait. Rick? Um, Bill? Hello, you guys, um, Viola? Uh, Rick and Bill have passed out. What? Oh, Heat stroke, maybe? They're kind of old. Oh, maybe they got st- heat stroke. You guys! I've got this. Boys! Come on now. Wake up for Vi. What? 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 Ow! Stop it. What happened? I saw the light. I saw Scott Letterman watching over me. Just keep breathing, baby bears. Savasana, your way back home. What? Oh, my God. Bill and Rick... Is that you? Yeah, I'm Bill. I'm Bill. I'm myself. Well, I haven't seen you guys since that night in Superior. No, 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 no. Viola. Oh my God, Viola! I didn't recognize the front of you. One of the best nights ever. Announcer says. Some time has passed. Everyone is all right. Blake is playing songs on the beach. Well, hey, look, it's, it's Mayor Don Ness. Hey! Hey, it's, it's great to see you, Blake. Hey, what up, D? Hey, what, what up, Rick? Ah, oh, nice that you're able to take a little time off and enjoy the beautiful day. Well, actually, Blake, I'm hard at work, fulfilling my most important campaign promise, keeping Duluth shark-free. <laughs> And as a constituent, I'm very appreciative of the, the fact that there has not been a single shark attack in Duluth since you were elected mayor. True. True. Completely true. Oh, and you're welcome. Mm, yes. But you know, when I first became mayor, I really loved Shark Patrol and developing new anti-shark strategies. But now, the shark-free record feels like a burden. Now people just expect that Duluth will remain shark-free. Yeah, people take it for granted. Exactly. But you know, all it takes is one plump tourist from Minnetonka being eaten by a shark. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be tragic. I know. I'd have to change my campaign slogan, and I have all these buttons. No, I I meant for the tourists who got eaten. That'd be tragic. Right, right, of course. Hey, Don, um, so what kind of sharks are we talking about here? Well, Andy, we got great white sharks, hammerhead sharks, ragged-toothed sharks, card sharks, pool sharks, <laughs> larger sharks, medium-sized sharks, smaller sharks, fast sharks, slow sharks, average speed sharks. <laughs> oh, that's a, that's a pretty big shark list. It's huge. Well, what about sharknados? <laughs> well... Our anti-shark strategies are prepared for airborne shark attacks as well. Would you listen to this guy wanting big government to stick its nose in everything? Please, mister, educate my kids, plow my streets, remove all the fun stuff from the playgrounds, deliver water to my home, protect me from sharks. Whatever happened to liberty and personal responsibility? Do you want to take my freedom away too? 
Your freedom to be a, attacked by a shark? I remember a time when you didn't need big, pretty government boys like yourself <laughs> protecting you from aquatic predators. All you needed was a rowboat, a harpoon, a deranged Uncle Albert waking you up in the middle of the night at 5.30 in the morning when you didn't expect him to go shark hunting. Yeah, those were the days, all right. You hear? All, all, we, all we have to do is give every man, woman, and child a harpoon. <laughs> then we don't need big government to keep us safe from sharks, pretty boy. Oh my god. Oh my god. What's that? Uh-oh. Oh my god. What is I think this? there's something out there. Oh, no. I think I see a fish. Yeah. Hey, what's, what's that, that over there? Oh, no. I see something. What's all the hollow balloons? Oh, what? Yeah. Shark! Oh man. Get out of there. Oh, I knew this day would come. This is my moment of truth. Stand back. What the hell? A shark? Get the Coast Guard. Get animal control. You think I want my friends and family swimming in the waters with these sharks? Who's protecting us here? Who's in charge? It's a false alarm, folks. No need to worry. It looks like it's just a lifeguard, Damien Lordhouse, coming in from a swim. I think he's crying, too. Oh, my God. Don... The mayor? I haven't seen you since that time. You have finally seen me! Since that time we had coffee (laughs) and a delightful conversation about civic involvement. (laughs) Jeez, Carl, get your mind out of the gutter. Namaste, namaste. Well, this uh, false shark attack has been a good reminder to us that we all must remain vigilant. And remember, people, keep Duluth shark free. Boat Ness. Thanks, Mr. Mayor. You're you're the best, Donnie. Ain't it sad when that great ship went down? Stars shine above and we wish on the ones we love Machine holds its momentary ground The chimney smoke and choke, hear them singing in the hole below As the champagne toast and the crystal sings out loud Ain't it sad when that great ship went down? Ain't it sad when that great ship went down? Husbands and wives, little children lost their lives Ain't it sad when that great ship went down? Now every time they prayed was practice for that day When they spoke to him, some of them out loud And every prayer was heard, every undeciphered word Was managed by the love we all allow Ain't it sad when that great ship went down Ain't it sad when that great ship went down Husbands and 
sad when that great ship went down well, Some would live to tell the tale Some would not prevail Some would wear the past just like a crown Well, the water hit a drink Is not what makes you sink But it is what makes you drown Ain't it sad when that great ship went down Ain't it sad when that great ship went down Husbands and wives, little children lost their lives Ain't it sad when that great ship went down Well, ain't it sad when that great ship went down Announcer says, We head out into the blue waters to find Zack swimming along. One fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. I'm feeling a little tired. Fishies? Maybe everyone was right. Maybe I won't make it. I'll be lost at sea. Zachary? Who's there? Hello, Zachary. I said, who's there? It's your old friend, Edmund. Edmund? I don't know an Edmund. Edmund? Edmund Fitzgerald, son. Oh, my God. Where are you? I can hear you, but... I'm right below you, my boy. At the bottom of this great lake. Oh, Edmund. You sank. The gales of November came early. Everyone drowned. And that's what you're going to do if you don't uh-huh. turn your f- around and head home. Head home, my boy. Head home. Wait, did you know I was coming? Little Angie from Cantina told me I'd see your breaststroke. I'd see your breaststroke coming this way. <laughs> she did? Indeed. You've got a lot of great people looking out for you, my boy. Now head home before the sun sets and you get eaten by a red herring. Red herring. I love that bar. Okay. Thank you, Edmund. I'm turning back. I want to live! That's it, my boy. And always remember, Gordon Lightfoot sucks. (laughs) Well... No, I disagree, but... I'll take your advice. I'll take your advice. Help! 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 Somebody! Anybody? Coming back! Announcer says... Back at the beach, Damien hears Zach a-callin. Damien, what is it? Ah, Chaz is in trouble. He needs our help. All of us! For Zach? Anything... Anything at all. Anything for Zach, huh? Anything for Zach? What about me? What about Carl? Carl, don't you want me to spread my light and my love? Hmm? Don't you want me giving others this energy I have? It's important. I, I know. Namaste. Namaste. <laughs> People need my light and my love, Carl. But I do, too. And I give it to you. Every eight months or so. Guys! 
Guys, okay, everyone, what are we doing about Zack? Okay, in my lifeguard training, I've learned the safest thing to do is to pick up any flotation device you have, be it inner tubes, air mattresses, life-size blow-up dolls, spare tires, condoms, canoes. I think we've got all that. <laughs> well, blow them up. Blowing them up. Blowing them up. Blowing it, blowing it, blowing it up. <sighs> all right, okay. Let's link up and go save Zach. Yeah! yeah! Okay. Oh, oh, baby, that's cold. Um, hey guys, I think I have something that will help us take our mind off of these frigid waters. Mary? Oh, Rumi. <laughs> Rumi. Okay. You ready? Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's, okay. let's do this. We got this. Okay, we practiced today. We did. Okay, I'm <clears> ready. Okay. It's fine. Hey, everybody, meet Miss Foxy. Hey, everybody, I'm Miss Foxy. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. When you love someone, you hang on every word to say. Hey, hey. When you love someone, you wake up to them every day. Giddy up, girl. When you love someone, sometimes you run away. Come on, little Andy, go. Hold tight, baby, hold tight, baby, hold tight. I'll be back for you when time is right with open arms. When my heart ain't hurting and my love is working. When my heart ain't hurting and my love is working. We'll be kissing, we'll be loving, we'll be hugging, we'll be fucking, we'll be laying, we'll be playing, we'll be spinning. We'll be spinning. When you love someone, you hang on every word to say. Hey, Hey. When you love someone, you wake up to the map dad. Giddy up, girl. When you love someone, sometimes you run away. Announcer <laughs> says. And now, they're finally going to save Zach. All of them. I'm here! I'm here! We see you! We Oh, he's sinking. Hey, grab my arm, kid. Or you could grab on. Grab my arm, Zach. Okay, Zach. Hey, hey, buddy, are you okay? Uh, I'm so tired. Oh, here we are, buddy. Uh, we've made a big lifeboat just for you. Oh. Well, everyone, let's head home. To the bar. To, to, to the, the bar. bar. Okay. Well, let's sing a song on, and while we float back, and just so you know, I found this piano on the way. Yeah. <laughs> And I brought my fiddle just in case we'd need it. One, two, three. Was in the summer, one early fall. Trying to find my little all in all Oh, now she's gone I don't worry I'm sitting on top of the world Was it the spring One summer's day Just when she left me She's gone to stay Now she's gone I don't worry Hold up your hand Can't get me a woman Quick as can get a man Now she's gone I don't worry I'm sitting on top of the world In happy days Didn't know your name Why should I worry Or pray in vain Now she's gone I don't worry 
talking about this morning. Us floating back to the shore reminds you of that story about your cousin, the painter? Well, yeah, but it's the idea that you have to make the best of the situation, you know? I mean, yeah, sure, my cousin got thrown in jail, but it was because of that that he became a famous painter. You see what I'm saying? Sometimes mm -hmm. situations aren't ideal, but if you do what you love, things have a way of working themselves out, you know? Mm -hmm. So wait, wait. So what you're saying, if I'm catching your drift, is... That if you enjoy, say, oh, I don't know, pick any, any activity, and let's say surfing. Oh, Inspired. I wonder where he got that idea. No, I think of things. Sure, Duluth may not be, say, Oahu, but if you have the right attitude and you do what you love, you can be happy in just about any circumstance. So now I'm going to go to sleep while we're floating here. Good night. Yeah, yeah I think I'm going to do. Yeah. I'm already sleeping. <laughs> How about we sing one more, Blake? Yeah, it'll make us feel like we're all in a gondola. <laughs> Way out in the Mississippi Valley just among the plains so grand Rose the flooded Mississippi River Destroying the works of man With her waters at the highest That all man had ever known She came sweeping through the valley There were children clinging to the treetops Who had spent those sleepless nights And without a bit of shelter Or even a spark of light With their prayers going 
father for the break of day to come that they might see some rescue party who would provide for them a home there were some out on the housetops with no way to give an alarm there were mothers waiting in the water with their babies on their arms let us all get right with our maker as he do with all things well and be ready to meet in judgment when we bid this earth farewell My partner, Viola, she's probably banged you. I was wondering if I could legally drown her. Should have never left the bar. Announcer says... To be continued. (gasps) Oh, no. Take It With You is Blake Thomas, Mary Fox, Andy Fry, Ryan Nelson, Andy Bennett, Katie Helbaca, Zach Stouffer, Robert Lee, and Lane Precker, who is also on the washboard and percussion. Our sound engineer is Nick Gosen. This episode was written by Mary Fox, Blake Thomas, and Andy Fry. We were joined this time around by special guest Scott Latterman, whose book Empire and Waves, A Political History of Surfing, is available through University of California Press, found online at ucpress.edu. We were also joined once again by the mayor of Duluth, Minnesota, Don Ness. The question in our Ask Brooks segment came from Scott Latterman. And if you have any science questions you'd like answered, shoot us an email at info at takeitwithyou.org or find us on Facebook. The show tonight was performed in the Underground Theater here in Duluth, Minnesota. Our logo was designed by the one and only the wickedly talented Sarah Luke. Our Foley door was made by Matt Gildner. Special thanks to Crystal Pelka, the Underground staff, the Duluth Playhouse, KUMD, Tom Isbell, Chris Harwood, and the Arrowhead Regional Arts Council. Come join us on August 19th for our next episode. In the meantime, visit us online at takeitwithyou.org. Thank you all so much for being a part of this. We'll see you next time. (laughs) 